Legal Midrash uncovers a mystery. The remnant is the theme of Romans 9 to 11, which Paul introduces by using a method of Midrash to prove this assertion. These methods uncover previously hidden meaning that God has embedded in the depth of Scripture. I have found evidence of these methods of Midrash in the Gospel of Matthew and in Paul's letter to the Galatians as well as in his letter to the Romans. The lives of the ancient Israelites were centered on the Hebrew Scriptures, which they internalized by memorization from the time they were small children. Furthermore, since the people of Israel understood God as the author of Scripture, they perceived the holy writings as containing more than merely the words of God. Scripture captures the very essence of God himself, whose nature is holy and infinite. Therefore, Scripture is also holy and infinite, and its depth of meaning is as deep as God. So in addition to the plain and simple meaning, called the Peshat in Hebrew, and referred to as the literal meaning in Christian Bible study, there is a depth of hidden meaning that methods of Midrash can uncover in God's time by those who hunger to grow closer to him. Paul will now present the conclusion of his Midrash as a premise that needs to be proven. They are not all Israel who are from Israel, we read in Romans 9.6. Paul is continuing to address Jewish believers in Rome who are teaching their Christian brethren that circumcision and knowledge of the law are required to participate in the household of God. The Gentile believers in Rome would have been listening, uh, and so are we. Paul begins his presentation with a puzzling declaration that has challenged Christians for centuries and has led to numerous possible theological interpretations. They are not all Israel who are from Israel, we read in Romans 9.6. These words are Paul's premise, a conclusion that he has already uncovered from the depth of Scripture, but now he must prove this conclusion. So he will begin by presenting his evidence through halakhic midrash, which we will call legal midrash for simplicity. That is, he will disclose a depth of meaning from Scripture about the inheritance of the children of Israel and what they are at risk of losing. It is not their eternal life with God that is in jeopardy, but the nature of their inheritance. If you do not understand the legal Midrash in Romans 9, 6-13, you will not be able to grasp what Paul means when he says they are not all Israel who are from Israel, nor will you comprehend his argument that follows. Unfortunately, Christian theologians have jumped to conclusions without understanding the legal Midrash, which has led to numerous possible interpretations. I call the most common interpretation exclusive theology, which suggests that only those Israelites who believe in Yeshua the Messiah really belong to God. That is, all non-believing Jews are no longer God's children. Another interpretation is sometimes called replacement theology. That is, the church, which is made up of those with faith in Christ, is the true Israel. Jews in the Old Testament merely point to the real Israel, which is comprised of believers in Christ. I disagree with both interpretations based in part on the Hebraic nature of the writings of Paul and all his citations and references to the Hebrew scriptures. 
Returning now to Paul's premise about Israel, I suggest that Paul did not intend for the recipients of his letter to understand his provocative opening words. They are not all Israel who are from Israel until after they had worked through the Midrash. However, I will take the liberty of explaining it to you now. In the next session, we will work together to understand the mechanics of Paul's Midrash before returning again to the premise which is also Paul's conclusion that he presents as an introduction. After working through the Midrash in the next session, you will have a greater ability to fully appreciate what Paul has presented when he declared that they are not all Israel who are from Israel. I will share with you now my understanding of this premise, which introduces the Midrash as a thesis that needs to be proven. The word Israel is being used in two ways. The second Israel means all the children of Israel. The first Israel now becomes significant. I have concluded, based on my work on the legal Midrash that follows, that the first Israel refers to Jacob, whose name God changed to Israel when he deemed Jacob worthy to inherit the birthright. Thus, they are all not, not like Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel to identify him as special and unique, all the people of Israel belong to God as his beloved children, but God is selecting those who are worthy to inherit a special role of leadership known as the birthright. This is Paul's premise. In the next session, we will look at Paul's proof from Scripture.